on page Kuf Ayin Gimel, on the top line, 173. The previous page we've spoken about that Shem Havaya, which we're understanding what's the idea of Shem Havaya, it says, which the great name of Hashem is referring to Godel Havayim, who made the Shem Havaya. So what is this greatness of Shem Havaya? It's called Shem Etzim, the essential name, not because it's referring to Hashem's very essence, but because, like the Pardes says, say for the Pardes says, because it's referring to the essence of the spheres, which which means the Oyer, the energy which enclothes and enlivens all the spheres. That is where you can say Shem Havaya. Um, and they're called the name of the Ein Saif, the name basically of Hashem, because the name is something external which relates to the outside world and not to how the person is in himself. So to with Hashem, Hashem's name, so to say, is just a revelation from him. And that is the revelation of the energy in the world of Atzillus. And it's a, it shows on his essence. It, does, it reveals you a little bit about his essence, about Hashem, Hashem's infinite essence. But not, <clears throat> it is not applying to actually that essence. Um, and like we said about that's like from the Kechis Agluyim, Reveal faculties of intellect and emotions. You can know a little bit about the source of those keiches and the etz menefesh and the essence of the soul, how they're totally absorbed in the essence. So too, from the world of Atzilus, you can know a little bit about the Maitzel, the emanator of the world of Atzilus, meaning Hashem in his essence. But obviously, the yidia, the knowledge we have of that, is totally um, incomparable. Um, but we, that which you can know from Atzilus to the Maitzel is totally an incomparable difference. But still, you can know somewhat about the Maitzel, the source of the Atzilus. <coughs> and... But the whole idea of a name is not applicable to the mites of the source of the world of Atzilus, to Hashem's infinite essence itself, only to the Oyris of Atzilus. So then we explain, the whole idea of Shem Islamayla, they indicate the idea of a Tchunas the characteristics of the thing which is, which is called by that name. Meaning that the name actually limits and describes the essence of the thing which is called by that name. And the Atzvah Samaitzel, the essence of the, the emanator of the world of Atzilus, is not something which cannot be, cannot be limited, God forbid. You cannot limit his essence, his oneness, or his existence, and therefore you can't call him a name. <clears throat> Rather, the name only applies to the Oyir, the extension, the revelation of his divine, condensed divine energy into the world of Atzilus. That is what you can call that by a name, because that is already a condensed, limited revelation. Even though the, the Sefer of Pardis writes before that, it says that Shem Avaya Ainle Shum Peter Shabir does not have any explanation description to it. All names, they have some type of explanation. They describe some type of pu'ula, showing upon some type of expression of Hashem's divine energy, whether kindness or severity. But Shem Avaya does not have a, a Peter Shabir. Nevertheless, we see that the Medrash says clearly that when Moshe asked, I want to know your name so I can tell the Jewish people who's redeeming them from Egypt, he wanted to know Hashem's great name. And Hashem told him, I am called, I am called by my actions. And when I am merciful on my, on my world, I am called Havaya. So we see that the Shem, the Shem Havaya refers to me, the Harachmim, the attribute of mercy. So we're saying now that Shem Havaya doesn't have any explanation. It's above all explanation, all definition. But here we're saying in the Medrash that no, Shem Havaya is relating to mercy, a specific attribute, Mida um, Pratis, uh, and even though the, the actual letters of that Shem Avayah don't show upon that, like we said, the letters actually refer to Mahave to create something, but Shem Avayah is Midas Rachman. And that is only relevant when talking about the Oyer, the energy that is emanated from Hashem, after it's already defined by the vessels, because the vessels are what actually bring about definition, description, limitation to the Oyer, to the simple energy, like the famous Moshul uh, that is brought in the Sefer Pardis of the light which is shining through a stained glass window, the light itself is totally colorless but when it goes through the window then it takes on that certain color so to the ear is colorless basically it has no definition and the kalim of the world of atzilus are what define that ear so when can you call hashem shemavaya which is me only after the ear of atzilus is enclosing in the vessels that is when you can call it me however in the mitzel elyon in the supernal emanator hashem, hashem who emanates 
the Ein Seif who emanates the world of Atzilus, totally above the idea of vessels, and therefore it cannot be called that name of Aye, which calls uh, which refers to a specific attribute. Um, and even in the Oyer of Atzilus, before enclosed in the, in, the, in the vessels, as it's known, there's different levels in the Oyer. There's the Oyer how it's within the vessels, and then there's the Oyer how it's revealed from the Shem's essence, but not before it actually enclosed in the vessels, but it's a condensed revelation just before it's taken on definition from the vessels. Even on that Oyer, before it goes in the vessels, you cannot say a def- definition of Rachman. So therefore, we also explain that what it says in Pelacharimah that the Paradise very much distanced the idea of relating a name as Shema Godel even to the, the essence of the world of Atzilus, meaning to the Oyer before it comes into the vessels. Only after the Oyer enclosed in the vessel of Atzilus, that's when you could start calling it names. Um, and it's known that, that the attribute of mercy is the sphera of Tifetis specifically. Let me explain. Tifetis is the combination of Ches and Gvuda, different colors together. That's the idea of Rachman is has Gvuda, it's recognizing the fault of the person, that, the Meruchim, but also at the same time, it's still Chesed is Gvuda, overcomes, and you give the person anyway. You're merciful to him. So that's the idea of the actual Kli of Tiferes is called by the name of Ayat. So when I am merciful in my creations, I'm called Avaya. That's even a, a referring to the Kli of Tiferes. Until now, we said that the, the general, all the Eiris of all the Kalim of the Sphiris of Atsilis are called Avaya. But here we're saying even Tiferes is called by the name of Avaya. Um, so herefore, seemingly we're saying that the fact that Hashem is called merciful, even inside the Kli of Tiferes, and Tiferes, even the Kli is Avaya. However, Sheva Avaya Atzmoy, the name of Avaya itself, not just how it relates to the Kli of Tiferes, that is the Uyr of all the Sphiris. And that is not describable or limit, or it's not describable and it can't be limited at all. Um, and in the, the sense of you can't call it mercy when it's just the Uyr before it goes into the Kalim. That's where we are now on the top of page Kufay and Gimel. But from the fact that the Medrash Rabbah says, <coughs> the very Medrash Rabbah, which in the end says that Havaya <coughs> is is the attribute of mercy, from the fact that the Medrash says that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know Hashem's great name, and uh, concerning that, an answer to that, Hashem answered Moshe, if he might say, um, he wanted to know Hashem's great name, and Hashem answered back to Moshe, if he might say, I am called according to my actions. So it seems like from this that the Uyr, the godly energy, which it, that is what is called the great name, it's referring specifically, like we said, the Shema Atma is the Uyr, the godly energy, the Uyr itself, the Shema Godel itself is called the attribute of mercy. From the that's what it's mashma from seemingly from the Medrash, which is he Moshe want to know, Shema Godel, which only can be referring to the Uyr. And and Hashem answers, no, that I am called according to my actions. So we see that the Uyr itself, Hashem is answering that the Uyr itself, the Shema Godl itself is called Midas Rachim. But for the Medrash, it's also implied that all of the attributes, that all the attributes, the Uyr is called Shema Godl. The godly energy which enlivens them, enlivens them is called the great name of Hashem Degam, not just specifically um, the attribute of mercy. Degam, Mashik Shuz Don. That even when Hashem is does judgment, judges the world, he's called Elikim. That is the name of Hashem which expresses this idea of judgment, Elikim, which is always the name which implies severity. And when he when Hashem depends um, things that happen on the, the the sins of people, meaning Hashem saying that the reason why the he is interacting with the world in a, in a way of severity, in a punishing way, is because he's depending on the, in the sins of man. That is when, basically, Hashem is interacting in a way of, of shame shakai, basically 
punishing us according to our actions, according to our sins. So the name Shakai implies that. Um, each one of these names applying, implying a different type of way Hashem is interacting with the world. But all these, Hashem is saying, you want to know my great name? My great name, according to my actions, I am called. My great name basically, and goes on, enumerates all the different attributes. Alekim, Shakai, all these different ways. And also Rachmim, but also Avaya. Meaning all these different attributes, the energy within them is all Shmei HaGadol, Hashem's great name. And they're all relating to the specific actions also. Um, so seemingly it's saying that even all these different actions are called Shmei HaGadol. Behind Masha and the answer is here because we're talking about Masha Shemavaya Mitzdade from Kol HaShemes. We're talking about how Shemavaya um, partners, so to say, mixes together with all the other names of Hashem. Not just uh, Shemavaya itself. Shemavaya itself is totally above relating it's just the simple energy behind all the spheres but when you mix Shemavaya together with other names that is Shemaya Godl his great name how it's being expressed in specific specific channels like sometimes it says in the Pesukim Havaya Likim it mixes together Havaya with Elikim that's how Hashem himself is Hashem is expressing himself through a way of judgment Elikim Havaya Tzvokais Chulu which has a mix of the Shemavaya with Tzvokais uh, which is another expression of Hashem's energy, Hashem's specific expression. And explains another place, another place in Chassidus, that because of the simplicity, the uncomposite nature of Hashem meaning that it's just referring to the simple divine energy before it's taken on any definition, the liyesi, being that it's simple in its very essence, it's just a simple expression of Hashem's, um, uh, Hashem's divine energy, revelation, before it's taken on any definition by the Kalim, Therefore, it has the ability to mix together with all the other names because it's so simple. Just like the simple light, it can shine through any different color and take on that color because it is simple. It has, it has no color in itself, in and of itself. So too, the Shem because we're talking about a simple revelation of divine energy, it can mix together with all and can shine through any channel and express itself in many different ways. It's not defined yet. If it was defined, it wouldn't be able to express itself in any different way and mix together with other names. Being that it's totally simple, Abstract, therefore, it can take on any definition. And therefore, if this is true, even what we're saying that the Shemavaya is called Midisadachmim, the attribute of mercy, we can say that this is not talking about the name Havaya in and of itself, which we just said is totally simple without any definition, obviously, not the definition of mercy either. Rather, it's referring to how Shemavaya, the simple energy of Hashem, mixes together with and unifies with the Kli of Tifetis, the vessel of Tifetis, which is also called Shemavaya uh, because it mixes together these two attributes of Chesed and Buddha. Behind the Shemavaya, the Kli Hulu, meaning the Shemavaya, which relates to the Kli, not Shemavaya Atzmai, which we said before only relates to the simple Eir. So that's why when we say that Hashem is called, uh, that the Shemavaya is Midas Arachim, that's only how Shemavaya is mixing together with the Kli of Tifetis, the Shemavaya of the Kli. So basically, the Shemavaya Atzmai with the Shemavaya of the Kli, that is when it's called Midasarachim. So not that the Oyer itself is called, not that the um, not that the Oyer itself is called Midasarachim. Only how Midasarachim is expressed through the channel of Tiferes. Also, according to the implication of the Medrash, what it says, this clear Lushan, it says, Ein Ella. Meaning, when it says Ein Ela, it means it's excluding this is only this. So the Havaya can only refer to the attribute of mercy. The Shemavaya Atzmi, that's implying seemingly that the Shemavaya itself is mercy. That is referring to, we could say that refers to Havaya uh, Be'etzim, 
that the Havaya itself, the simple divine energy itself, it is merciful. Like we said earlier in the parentheses in the previous page, there's this concept of the simple mercy of Hashem, the abstract mercy before it takes on a specific definition of being merciful to a specific creation because of a specific reason, there's the simple mercy of Hashem. Hashem in His essence is merciful because He is just an expression of simple kindness. So this is what it means that Ein Havaya El When it says that Havaya can only refer to Midas Rachim, that's referring to the Rachim Shutim, not the Rachim how they already descended, relating to creation. This is the level of Rachim how it is within Hashem's divine essence. And the parentheses says the simple Eir. This is referring to the simple divine energy that because specifically because it is abstract, therefore it can inherit and it can relate to any specific channels and channel through different vessels. But Tiferes, now in the Kli of Tiferes, which we said is the shame of Eye of the Kli, Sakli, who came being that the Kli it's also is called Avaya Lochin, he made the Sarachim. Therefore, it's also called the attribute of mercy. <coughs> but this is a lower level of Rachmim, the mercy which is within the realm of creation, within the chain of creation. A lower level of mercy, a mercy which already relates to the subject of the mercy. Whereas the Rachmim Shutim. Like we said, that, that the mercy, what the Medrash is saying, that is referring to the Rachim Pshutim, the simple mercy of Hashem in and of Himself without relating to the outside world. However, nevertheless, we can say now from all our conclusion from all this that Shemavai itself, not the Shemavai, how it relates to the Kli of Tiferes, or Shemavaya, how it's relating to Seder Yishtalshlis, how it already became enclosed in a vessel. Shemavaya itself, does not have, does not show upon a specific expression, a specific action that Hashem is expressing Himself in, uh, through. So according to this, we could say, it seems to say that it's possible to say that this name of Avaya can relate to even the essential light of the essential emanator, Hashem in His very essence, the Atzma Saint Saif. Because we're saying that the Shem Avaya Atmoi, the Ein the Ein Avaya Ela Midas Rachim, the Shem Avaya Atmoi, that's the idea of the Rachim Pshutim. That that is not something which has any Peter Shabir, like the Pardi says. It doesn't have any any description, any any um, expression at all. It doesn't show in a specific way Hashem is expressing Himself. So therefore, seemingly now we can apply Shem Avaya to the actual essential light of Hashem. The actual Atma Samaitzel, the emanator, not to the Uyur, which is already emanated from Hashem, revealed in the world of Atzilis, but even to the emanator, because we're saying that Shevavaya is something which has no Peter Shabir. Yeah. So to answer this, now we get into the idea what the actual letters of Shevavaya relate to. Shem Havaye, which is spelled Yudke Vavke, which relates to the word Mahavet, or the word Mahavet, to create, to bring into existence. That shows upon the fact that Hashem is bringing into existence all of every creation, every being. <coughs> that is what the name Avaya refers to. Okiyadua dis Havus, hu davke, as it's known that the creation is brought about by the, the simple divine energy of Hashem, and not by the vessels. The vessels are what limit that energy and limit the creations, giving them their specific definitions. But the ability, the power that brings them into being is come from the, specifically from the, the simple, abstract energy of Hashem. 
But when the actual when the actual creation happens, is only possible when the ayer, the simple ayer, is enclosed and expresses itself through the limited vessels. The even though that the creation, the bringing into existence from the shem and the simple divine energy of Hashem, is in a way of a nivro, like the verse says, he commanded and they were created, which implies they were created automatically, meaning without having to actually be involved in a specific way in the details. That Havaya is so sublime, it doesn't relate to details. It's just automatically when Hashem commanded, they were created. It brings into being um, all of creation without specifically relating and acting on the specific details of creation. So even though Shem Havaya relates to that idea that it's just a simple energy which brings basically everything into being from nothing to something without relating to details that only can happen the actual creation of limited beings can only happen when that simple abstract divine energy enclosed expresses itself within the vessels of the world of Atsilis when the divine energy becomes contracted and condensed through the limited vessel then only then can you say that he is bringing into being limited creations so only when the air now is enclosed in the, in the vessel, that's when you could say that there's actual creation. Because if it was just the air itself, it's totally above relating to creating limited beings. So Shemavaya now we're saying relates to what? Relates to the idea of creation. And creation is, can only come from the air. But only how the air enclosed and becomes defined by limited vessels. Even though the Savas happens, the creation happens automatically from the air without relating to the limited um, without, it's just the power to bring into existence without relating to civic definitions nevertheless you can only have an actual creation of a limited being when the air is being expressed through limitation through the limited vessels and therefore the air now is becoming condensed in order to be able to create limited beings but in the essence of the emanator of all these created beings of all the emanated beings of the world of Atsilis it's not possible, you cannot relate to that essence that it should be called and by a name which shows upon this idea of creation. The essence of the emanator is totally above this idea of creation. It's only after he is extended from himself a limited divine energy and it's become condensed and contracted within the vessels can you talk about a actual limited creation. But in the Atzvah Tzamaitzel, it's not shaykh to say he should call, be called by a name, define him, so to say, by a specific definition that he is the creator. That's already defining him, limiting him. And he is not limited only by being a creator. He, the idea of creation comes from him. The possibility for creation comes from that essence, from his essence, but it's not what defines him. So, Shittas And this is the opinion of the Sefer Pardis, the Shemavaya Shaykh Rak Ba'idis and that Shemavaya can only be applied to the divine energies of the of the world of Atsilis, meaning how the divine energy of Hashem becoming contracted, condensed, and clothed in the vessels of Atsilis. Even according to the opinion of the Paradis, that Havaya only relates to the Uyr after it's already in the world of Atsilis and the vessels, we can say that the, the, when it says, when the idea, the concept of Shema Etzim, the essential name, what does it mean? What's the explanation of Shema Etzim? That even though this name the Shema Etzim, it's the essence of the spheres, which is basically relating to the divine energy, the Uyr, the godly light, which is enclosed in the spheres. We call Mokim Tevas Etzim, but the word Etzim, Shem Etzim, the name, the essential name, name refers to something which is already external, 
relating to the outside world, this external condensed divine energy which is enclosed in the vessels of the Vatsilis. But the etzim, the essence, koil atmas and so that refers to the actual essence, the emanator, Hashem's, the atmas saint soif, the infinite essence of Hashem. The shame aspect relates to how that essence extends itself and condenses and contracts into the world of Atzilus. But the etzim part of that is referring to the actual atzim samaitzel. So now we're going to explain that idea. How does the etzim relate to the atzim samaitzel? So it's known the explanation when it says in the verse, I am Havaya. So I, referring to Hashem's very essence, am Havaya. Which is that idea of Hashem, which is relating to creation? That Ani always I myself is referring to Hashem's very essence and His very being. And the Shabbos saying Ani, which is and They're all one, like the Zera says, that Hashem's very essence and the idea of Avaya and the aspect of Hashem, which becomes condensed and limited to create actual limited created beings, they are totally one. Ani Avaya. So that's where now we're getting, starting to understand Shame Ha'etzim. The etzim, atzmasamaitzel, and the shame aspect, the aspect of godliness, which becomes revealed and contracted, condensed to create, they're all one. Even though that we're talking about the shame havaya, which is made up of four specific letters, which which indicate four different stages in creation. The first yud, and then there's hey, and then there's vav, and then there's hey yud. Is tzimtzum just like the, the small dot of the yud, the actual form, forming of the yud, the writing of the yud is a small dot, shows upon the con, con, contraction of the um, unlimited divine energy to be able to fit now to creation, and each letter shows upon a different step of, of creation, the creative process. That refers to the godly energy, how it already has descended within the chain of creation in a way of a malikulam, in a way of a the godly energy which is contract, contracted and condensed, which fills all the worlds according to their specific characteristics. But when we say, the verse says, I, my essence, am havaya, are all one. That is referring to the actual godly energy of the emanator, which is in clothing into the Godly energy, the limited, contracted, condensed divine energy of Shemavaya, which is indicated by the Shemavaya, all these steps of creation. So Aniyavaya, so Shemavaya itself is just always is relating to Yudke Vavke, the, the steps of creation that's relating to the divine energy which is already contracted, condensed, the Malikulam. But when you say Aniyavaya, and they're all one, that's how the Iramaitzel, basically the infinite energy of Hashem, the emanator, is now enclosing in, in, in within. The Eremamalikolamim now to bring about the creative process. As explained in Lukuditeira and the Mimer, which explains Drusha Aleph, the first Mimer on that, and Yelavalikechem. On the end of the Mimer entitled Shalsesi Tishmeiru. And in this aforementioned Mimer, which is not actually printed in the, in the explanation there, and the note on the bottom here says it's it's actually printed in Eira Teira Bahar, Chilik Beis Amen Tafresh Zayin Ve'Ilach. So in that Mimer that we just mentioned, Shabseisit Tishmeiru, which is not printed, which is print now later printed in Eira Teira Babirasham. In the explanation of that Mimer there, Muvur Shzel Mash the Isa Medrashaba Bereishis. This is what it means when it says in Medrashaba and Bereishis. Hamoshlo Mimaris Kedoyilus and Maris Ketanis Chol Yuuyin Shab. And the Moshal is in Bereishis Raba. It was talking about a certain, um, there was one Kusi Echod, non-Jewish person, that asked Rabbi Meir, 
uh, different questions about the truth of Hashem, about different about different realities of godliness. One of the questions was, he said, um, the Yikusi asked, is it possible that that he who it, who is written about the heavens and the earth I fill, that he was able to Hashem was able to now speak with Moshe between the two between the two staves of the of the Arin of the Ark, meaning Hashem who fills all the earth now can condense contract himself into this little little teeny place between the Ark and speak to Moshe, and so Mir answered him. He said, "Bring to me great big mirrors." So he says to him, Look at your reflection in these mirrors, the big mirrors. He saw a, a big reflection. Um, bring me small mirrors. Brought him small mirrors. Do you see your reflection in them? He saw, the Kusi saw that it was a small reflection now. Now you are only flesh and blood. You're able to change yourself to whatever you want just by looking at different mirrors. He who spoke and brought the world into being, blessed is he. Allah has come, all the more so that he can change himself to whatever he wants. He can fill all the world. Or he can condense himself, contract himself into this, between the small place, between the um, two staves of the ark. When he wants, he can fill the heavens and the earth. And when he wants, he can speak with Moshe between these little between this little place between the two staves of the Arden. So, this is that medrash, and explains the mimer over there and Oedateta that the meaning of that medrash of that medrash is that the air of malikolam, the, the condensed contracted divine energy which includes into each creation according to its capacity that itself is the air of is the infinite divine energy which is above being sensed by creation and therefore called encompassing them in the sense where it's totally above their perception and that is what we're saying here that the ani havaya that Hashem Hashem himself can condense himself into Havaya, into the level of godliness which includes into creation to, into, in a limited way, in a specific way. And that is the idea here that we're saying, the Kulacha, they're all one. And the shame Ha'etzim, the Etzim, Atzbus Amaitzel, the essence of the emanator, is the shame, is relating to, is condensing itself into creation. The aspect of godliness which comes condensed into the actual vessels of the world of Atzilis. And that is what is implied by that uh, Medrash, that Hashem, who is, fills all the earth, basically the Savior of the heavens and the earth equally, can also be um, speak to, to Moshe in the specific condensed place between the state body order. Because Iram Ali really, in its essence, comes from the Savior Atzilus, As it's written in the Vedas HaKadosh, regarding the idea of the, in the Sefer Vedas HaKadosh, regarding the idea of the ten Sefiris Atzilus, that they that he is them and they are him beautiful lesson that Hashem they, that's Ani Havaya Shem Ha'etzim the shame aspect the, ten, the, the godly energy which includes in the ten spheres they are him they are the Atma Samaitzel and he is them meaning he's connected they're, they're interconnected Kulachat finally she Tosoy Shatzilus Hubchinas Gili and this is according to his opinion of the Avedis HaKadosh, that Atsilus is, is just a revelation of the hidden power which is hidden within the Maitzalalim, the supernal emanator, which is another place. So we see that Hashem in his very essence, the essence, the Maitzalalim, and the Oyer, which he contracts and extends from himself to include in the vessels of Atsilus are all one. That um, Atsilus 
is like is at slave of Samach. It's not Salam Afresh. It's just the extension of a Ha'ara from Hashem, a Giliah not a new creation. So we see that the Sevev and the Mamali, the Ani and the Havaya, the Etzim and the Shem are all one. Beam Cain, so if so, that now we're saying that basically the Ma'atzim Samaitzel and the Eir Hara comes in the Tzilas are all one to be Kol Shekin, all the more so that we can say the Ba'ir Yitachin Limerkin Chul, that within on the actual Eir, which includes in the world of Atzilas, you can apply the name Havaya. Even though until now we were saying that it's only after the Eir, how it, after it enclosed in the vessels. But now we're saying that they're all one, and therefore it makes sense that even in the Eir you can say Shem now we can understand why Shemavaya, even better, which Shemavaya is called the essential name. This is referring to the revelation of the infinite energy, the infinite emanator, um, the infinite energy of Hashem, the source of the world of Atzilim. How that infinite divine energy comes condensed and contracted and descends and includes in the vessels, the limited vessels of the world of Atzilim. Shame Ha'etzim. Etzim referring to the aspects of Maitzel, the Ereinzei for Maitzel. And the shame aspect referring to the um, level of godliness which comes now in, contracted in those vessels. Aniyavai, they're all, they're, all, they're all interconnected. V'lochein hu al yedei ha'isi yistavaye v'al yedei yislapshusei ba'kelim shayich boi loshem ha'ave. And therefore, this is coming through the oisis, the specific letters of Avaya, the Yud being the Tzimtzum, the Hey, the expansion, each each one of the letters referring to another step of the process of creation. So this revelation, how basically the simple divine energy was what gives the power to bring into a being something from nothing. But that simple divine energy now has to relate to specific creations and to create limited beings. And that's only through the four steps of creation which are expressed in the four letters of Shem Avaya. And then through that contracted divine energy which goes through all those steps of creation eventually enclosing into the actual vessels of the world of Atzilus because each one of those steps of creation the Shem is not yet the enclosing into the actual vessels so they have these two ideas the simple divine energy descends becomes contracted goes through the four steps of creation which are Yud Simtum Hei Spashtus Vav Hamshach and then Hei Spashtus and now he's Spashtus within the Kliya Makabal so seemingly the last hey is referring to this idea of the enclosement of that simple divine energy within the channels of the vessels. So there, Shaykh Boy Lashem Then you could say about Hashem the idea of Hevaya Lashem creation. After that simple energy now becomes contracted and goes through the steps of creation and it goes into the vessels. Shuhu Mokid Hisav is called. Change to the next page. He's the source of all creation. But this level of godliness, which now is the source of creation, meaning the level how it already becomes condensed and contracted, goes through all the creative process and finally goes and becomes limited by the divine, by the vessels of the world of Atsilis. Um, that all of that divine, that level of divine energy is kulachad is totally one in with the infinite energy of Hashem, the source of the world of Atsilis, literally totally one. Like we said, Savior Kolam and Malakolam, they're all one. Ani Havaya, Shema Etzim. Velochain, therefore, Gamkmeshu, Ubikinas Havaya, Ubikinas Islavs Bekalim, therefore, even after that divine energy, that unlimited, simple, abstract divine energy, goes through, it's in the level of Havaya, meaning going through the four steps of creation, and it's already become clothed in the limited vessels of the world of Atsilas, since taking on now a specific definition, Hare Ubikinas Pshitus, it still has a simplicity towards it. 
with meaning a total abstract, no, no, no definition towards it yet. And has an infinitude towards it. Because, like we just established, it is still totally one with the infinite energy of Hashem before it goes into the world of Atilas, the source, the emanator. Blessed be He. That's why even that oir, when it comes in clothed in the vessels, it still has a pshitas to it and ain't safe to it. And therefore also the ability to create the being, the limited beings. If it would lose that infinitude, it wouldn't have the ability to bring into existence limited beings anymore. It would just be a finite energy, which therefore, if it's finite, it doesn't have the ability to bring something from nothing. That's an unlimited power, something which is totally only in the, in the hands, so to say, of the Ein Soif, of the unlimited, perfect being. So if it would lose that infinitude, there, it would not have the ability, the creative ability anymore. But you need the vessels to bring definition to creation. But you need the Ein Soif, the connection back to the Atzvah Soif, Soif the Maitzel, in order to have the creative aspect, the bringing into being, the Hishavus aspect. And being that these are two totally kulachad, interconnected, therefore create the creative process, the creation can still happen. Even though we're talking about how it's already become condensed and relating to the limited vessels, but it still has an interconnection, a totally oneness with the Atzvah Safe. Therefore it doesn't lose that creative power. Stop there, three lines at the top of Kufayan Dalit.